0: Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. Enthusiastically Spiritual's mission is to inspire enthusiasm for the spiritual part of your journey. This is going to help you feel more inner freedom, access clear direction, and inner strength for what you've come to do. If this podcast does inspire this within you, can I count on a donation to support this podcast? If so, please go to the show notes and follow the link, support this show. Thank you so much and enjoy this episode. Working with energies of the earth is one way to support you on your journey. It can help open up areas in your life and enhance what you have come to do. I love having on guests to come on and share the way spirit has showed up for them to enhance their journey. My guest today has traveled through life embracing a spiritually driven lifestyle and has created a career that is unique to her. And she is here to share her journey with us. Her name is Alyssa Couture. She is an author, fashion designer, and fashion entrepreneur. She is currently focused on her fresh, inspired, healthy fashion campaign – in conjunction with promoting her upcoming fashion book. Her upcoming book establishes an alternative approach to clothing. Apart from fashion, she has a spiritually driven lifestyle, having previously lived in several ashrams and monasteries. She is a professional fine artist, illustrator with published and sold works to follow. She is a major foodie and former <coughs> chef, claiming five star reviews. Alyssa has lived and worked in New Hampshire, New York City, New Jersey, West Virginia, Michigan and in her most favored and current location, California. Her love of travel has given her the opportunity to explore different cultures and influence her outlook. Alyssa is a fashion intuitive. Her sole motive is to bring fashion into its course as a therapeutic healing tool. To help initiate the consciousness of human spirit via fashion into its transmission of divine activity for overall human health and well-being as well as it is a contributing factor for ultimate planetary awakening. Welcome, Alyssa.
1: Thank you so much, Teresa, for that introduction. I really appreciate it. Great to be oh, on your
0: show. Oh, I'm so happy you're here today. And I cannot wait to hear about fashion and how you've unfolded your beautiful journey to get to where you're at. So. I've kind of read a little bit back about you. And so I want to hear a little about the energy vortexes, because that seems like in connection to the Earth's, how you really kind of came into what you're doing and your, and your passion for it.
1: Exactly. Well, um, at the age of 22, was my first visit to Mount Shasta. And Mount Shasta is an energy vortex in northern California. And I was called there because I was researching a bunch of, you know, metaphysical new age topics and I learned Mount Shasta was just this amazing spiritual vortex and people are just called to this mountain. So, I went to the mountain and I remember my very first time going to this vortex, I was crying non-stop. And it was just this incredible feeling because it wasn't this a, a crying of sadness. It was a crying of happiness and sadness, like a release, you know, it was an emotional release. But I realized that this mountain was healing me. It was healing my body, my mind, my soul. And I, I do believe that there are plenty of energy vortexes around the world in, in each state and country. It's a matter of finding them. But when I left the mountain and, you know, moved around and everything, I kind of felt called to go back to Mount Shasta. And I went two other times. And my third time, I ended up living in that area. I had uh, lived in Dunsmere, which was 10 miles away from the mountain. So when I ended up, uh, living around the energy for Texas I was really getting into some channel work uh, energy work and planetary energy healing work along with that Of course, I have my passion for fashion, which was really intertwined because when I was visiting this mountain, I actually was called and spiritually guided to write my new book, Healthy Fashion, and really get involved into uh, my Healthy Fashion campaign, and speaking about fashion in a spiritual way, uh, a new age, metaphysical way, and as well as you know alternative health and healing way so with visiting these energy vortexes you really are brought to these places and locations to clear and activate your body your mind and soul i don't know if you've heard of well i'm sure you've heard of the dna activation Mm -hmm and that happens at the energy vortexes and you know we all have our different experiences when we go to these vortexes but i truly believe it is probably one of the most important things in my life is traveling and visiting these vortexes and i haven't just visited uh, mount shasta i've been to dozens um, uh, most popular ones are joshua tree vortex in california Crestone, colorado Uh, Sedona, Arizona, Lake Tahoe, there's uh, Monterey Bay. I mean, there's a whole host of them. Uh, Pyramid Lake, uh, north of Los Angeles. So there's just a whole host of all these vortexes. And when we visit them, we're also... Being used like an antenna, because you know, you know, we're kind of antennas to the divine Godhead. We're we're sort of tapping into that divine Godhead through our bodies and acting as the antenna. And when we visit these vortexes, our antenna is super activated, and it actually helps support the crystalline matrix energy grid around the Earth. And this uh, crystalline energy matrix grid. Is supposedly an, uh, not activated enough for planetary ascension. So us light workers are here to activate this grid and, and within the universe.
0: And you've chosen fashion as one way to bring this forward, correct?
1: Exactly. And I have had a passion for fashion since I was a teenager, and I worked in fashion for many, many, many years. And the one thing that bothered me was I felt that there was some kind of void in fashion. I felt that there was something that was a little bit missing. And, you know, there's spiritual healthy fashion all over the planet. But in the mainstream marketing and branding, we're a little bit brainwashed to perceive fashion in a uh, more of a low vibrational way. So with my work in healthy fashion, I'm not just trying to concentrate and focus on fashion as a healing tool, but I'm also trying to help, um, support other fashion companies as well as fashion consumers with their wardrobes on how to perceive fashion as a, um, a supernatural way to heal our bodies. And I think through um, this channel that I am taking channel of fashion, uh, I, you know, cause I have other hobbies that I love alternative healing. I love herbalism. I love yoga and meditation and all of those things, but through fashion I do believe that there's going to be incredible uh, advanced fashion methods in the future where fashion is not just going to be something to throw on or to, you know, appear to look good in. It's going to be uh, ergonomically designed, designed to perform. And I did say supernatural because I believe that when you look at examples of the Ascended Masters or the Angels, and in in certain books, they detail how the types of fabrics move and look. They're literally living. They're alive. They're in motion. They're almost um uh, trippy, like like literally, like 3D and everything. So I think, and I, I I'm not saying trippy in a in a negative way. I'm just, <laughs> right. just saying that it's it's like very activated clothes. So um, one example is um, we could say seaweed uh, would be a material that is very lucid and and flu- flowing. And when this when the appearance of seaweed in general when you look at seaweed it like moves it's like in motion when it's still so that's the type of fabrics I'm talking about that where we're going to be headed and um, you know you can wear a a t-shirt and it's still healthy and it's still um, healing and very supernatural it it goes down to the simple details it doesn't have to be you know extremely um, detailed and ornate it can be as simple as a t-shirt, t-shirt <laughs> because of the types of materials that it is about the types of seams and cuts that they use the textures of the t-shirt there's all different types of things and elements of fashion that um, make something healthy
0: wow that's so interesting because as you're talking about this i'm thinking about like for myself when i put on certain clothes some things just don't feel right and some things feel better. So are you, when you work with people, do you work with them like intuitive, intuitively, like, you know, what feels good for you or, or where you add in your journey or how does that work?
1: Well, right now I'm focused on um, the writing aspect of just mm-hmm. getting the information out there. I would love to do consulting eventually. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. My plans in the future, but right now I'm not um, doing consulting. But it is in the very near future, and you are not the first person that has asked me mm-hmm. <laughs> about um, whether or not I consult. And uh, right now, um, I also am in the process of developing possibly some seminars mm-hmm. uh, that you know uh, universities or other companies can use mm-hmm. as sort of a template. But When I approach uh, healthy and healing fashion, I sort of um, will talk about um, the different five bodies and how how we are in relation to the five bodies, the mental body, the emotional body, the spiritual body, the physical body, and the energetic body. So these five bodies are all in relation to fashion and i talk about that in detail in my book and some of my work on my um you know of my content mm-hmm. i think it's very important to realize that as we are multi-dimensional beings we have to um truly uh view fashion and use fashion multi-dimensionally mm-hmm. and uh, for stylists, that's the, it's, it would be the perfect thing for stylists to be able to use fashion, healthy fashion concepts as an analysis in order to help support a person's wardrobe. So yes, that is the direction you are a little bit ahead of me (laughs) in (laughs) regards to uh, whether or not I'm actually consulting with Mm -hmm. people. But I think that it's, other fashion companies will definitely pick up on it too mm-hmm. and because these concepts that I talk about they're not like you know they're there's some they're universal concepts that mm-hmm. everyone can embrace in their own company mm-hmm. and that's why I kind of call it a movement because right now you know there's mainstream fashion and then there's the eco sustainable fashion, And we're moving into the wellness fashion, the therapeutic fashion, the health fashion. Mm -hmm. Those trends really actually happened um, and was increased by the coronavirus, Mm -hmm. you know, because everyone started dressing more comfortably Mm -hmm. uh, because they were home most of the time. Mm -hmm. And um, people were thinking about protection. How do I protect myself, you know, from uh, this disease? And so... Virus, excuse me. So I, I think too that it's it's just a collective energy and a collective trend. And for several years now, I've been um, really wondering, you know, what am I doing to help the the fashion movements? Because five years ago, I was all about eco and sustainable fashion. I wasn't thinking about healthy fashion. But as once I started living and working in the ashrams and monasteries more and more, once I got more spiritual, and then once I started uh, uh, visiting the vortexes, that's when I started to realize, you know, we could be doing so much more with our fashion.
0: So it, it seems to me, Alyssa, that you are a spearhead. (laughs) <laughs> that you two are like ahead of, you know, you're the spearhead out there to get it started. And then it's going to like go pew, like this yeah, is the next I, thing. Definitely. I hope so.
1: And I'm not the only one. I'm sure there's seven billion people out there. I'm sure other people have some similar ideas, but uh, I'd like to definitely be um, someone that is leading and helping support the, the collective movement. Yes, certainly.
0: Well, and you seem so enthusiastic and passionate about it. So, yeah, I can see that happening for sure. Let's talk a little bit about finding well-being through fashion. You talk about it as you can use it as a therapeutic tool. So what tools have you used for yourself? And what would you like to share with the listeners out there listening about this yes. w- working with fashion?
1: Okay, so there's lots of different um pieces to it. There's one uh, piece is the feng shui concept. So we take interior design feng shui, and we use it in our fashion so basically we want you know specific cuts and seams to be flowing to have the energy flowing in the body because when you think about feng shui and living spaces you want to design in a certain way so that the energy flows Mm -hmm. so we're thinking about feng shui and fashion and then there's also uh, the four elements of fashion and this one is a little bit abstract Um, it's basically taking air fire water and earth and analyzing fashion and perceiving fashion as being part of the elements. So one example would be uh, stretchy fabrics. Stretchy knitwear would be um, uh, the element water because it's stretching, it's moving, it's fluid. And so using the four elements of fashion can be a way to connect with nature too. And when we mimic and imitate nature in the wilderness and put it in our fashion, which, you know, subconsciously we already do, um, it's going to help give us that nature human connection because nature really is, is so close to um, the higher power, the, the great spirit, the God or who, whatever you want to call it. So it's having that nature-spirit-human connection that is really important. And another one would be color therapy. We can use specific colors to heal our body. And there's one uh, shaman that I had met, and he uh, actually places colors on the body that people don't like. And he says it's sometimes good to wear colors you don't like because it's the color that you most need because yes because the color the colors have different frequencies Mm -hmm. each color has different frequencies basically it's energy but Mm -hmm. these different frequencies help heal specific ailments in the body so I do suggest that wear the colors that you love but from time to time if there is something in your wardrobe that you just can't stand it might be you might need it so there's color therapy there's Feng Shui fashion there's so many different concepts there's thousands of them Mm -hmm. but one of the most important would be ergonomic fashion too and ergonomic fashion is how the design functions for the body because Mm -hmm. so many times in my life especially when i was working in retail styling customers i had to look presentable mm-hmm. and i had to wear the skirts and the blouses and the, and you know the the pants that with with zippers that were too tight and things that poked and were itchy or something that just was really restricting mm-hmm. so i believe that when we pay attention to the details of fashion that's going to help our our body, our mind, our soul, and our productivity as well. I give you an example. I have this sweatshirt, and I absolutely love it. It's cropped. It's a, a really pretty pale pink. It has a cute hood. It's like a nice, stiff, mid-weight texture, so it has a good um, weight to it. But it chokes me. It's mm-hmm. too tight on the – it chokes me. So I, I can alter it, and I I just – I'm afraid – Why I, I just don't really want to cut into it. But I could alter it. Mm-hmm. But I think altering would be, you know, the most uh, important aspect if a piece of garment doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. But this choking sensation, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's really, is it a symbol? Why am I, why do I, you know, why am I wearing a sweatshirt that's choking me? So mm-hmm. there, there are things where we, we're we dealing with these clothes and it's not always positive. But with ergonomic fashion, we're paying attention to the details of the clothes and when we pay attention to those minor details, it's amazing how our body and our aura is going to be strengthened.
0: Wow, what a what a cool, I mean, this is just such a cool um, subject for sure, Alyssa, and I want to dive a little bit into people who make the fabric, people who make the items, and what their, where their energy is, have you done anything around that? Because I know for myself, not only the people who make it, but like, I'm so sensitive, the, the things they spray on it, I like. I can't put. I can't even go to stores. I can't put on stuff in stores because I, I, it's. I itch and I feel awful. And but then there's also, like I said, the part about who's making it, what's behind it. So have you dived into that at all?
1: Oh yes. Um, I have not put any uh, specific names in the book of companies, but there is a list, uh, a re- free resource of fabric stores that I have on my website of. I believe it's 40 different uh, websites, excuse Mm -hmm. me, textile companies Mm -hmm. and fabric stores. So basically, how does the consumer find these fabrics that are good, that are healthy? Mm -hmm. And one thing is the certifications. I have a free resource of certifications that will help you navigate um, what fabrics you need for your body because when you google search these certifications fashion brands will pop up that are certified with this with that specific certification Mm -hmm. so in order to find these companies it is not easy Mm -hmm. but uh one really great textile certification is global organic textile standard Mm -hmm. and they have low low-impact certifications where you won't get all of that itchiness from the treatments. And that's a good point. You know, I don't often think about the treatments that are making people itchy, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Global Organic Textile Standard is a great, did I answer your question correctly?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> okay, But basically when you're going to shop, you want to look for these certifications mm-hmm. and also in stores, they're starting to prop up more and more. Uh, if you look at the the tag on a shirt, they'll have an additional tag with whether it's sustainable or what kind of uh, transparency practices they're doing. It's really it's really propping up, and I think that too. If you do, if you don't have time for research. Um, you can even doubt, uh, use a pendulum on garments to find out if it's negative or positive for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, you know, it's, it's, it, the pendulum is biblically found in, in the Bible. It's thy rod and thy stuff. It's a little uh, sort of it's an antenna to your higher self. And when you use the pendulum to, to try to say, oh, should I buy this garment? And it'll swing left for no, right for yes. It truly has worked for me. It's, mm-hmm. And it's also saved me a lot of money because there's lots of garments that I'll just buy, uh, even though I'm not supposed to be bu- buying them. They're not perfect for me. And the pendulum will will know. If it's too toxic, if the fabric's too toxic, the, the, the pendulum will not let you buy it. <laughs> or not the pendulum itself, but your higher self.
0: Right. So I right.
1: think that's one, like... New age metaphysical way that I think might become popular in the future, uh, Mm -hmm. using the pendulum to figure out if the fabric is negative or toxic, if the design is supposed to be worn by you or not.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow, this just feels like, you know, another piece to the spiritual puzzle of our soul. You know, I mean, because it all plays a part, and even though a lot of people may not—I mean, I think people who are listening to this um, podcast are going to understand this, because of the fact that we're all—we're all soul. Everything's energy, and we are so sensitive, and more and more so, I think, in the, as we go forward, is that things are opening up energetically, and so this awareness is wonderful, Alyssa. And so, I would like for you to share um, ways that. So, I know you have your beautiful book. So, we'd like to talk a little about your book.
1: Yes. Uh, This is the What It Looks Like, uh, Healthy Fashion, published by John Hunt Publishing. And this book is doing very well. Uh, People are really enjoying it and that the information is truly uh, advanced methods for fashion. Uh, Fashion uh, for the future and fashion that is spiritual. Uh, fashion for the energy body, trying to bring fashion that is more universal and worldly. Uh, the concepts are large, and um, the information is detailed as well. So you're going to find uh, lots of information about um, the past, uh, past in history of fashion in regards to healing and health, mm-hmm. and the present moment how we can you know improve our wardrobe how we can improve the current wardrobe we have and then the future things that are going to be happening in the future like um you know different types of uh fabrics and uh ways to perceive and uh look at fashion in a honorable way with the the archetypes so there's lots of different ways that we can choose to uh, wear healthy fashion and in this book it's sort of kind of um giving you an idea of of how fashion can truly be and the deeper truths of fashion really i the subtitle is the deeper truths because i get down into the truth of what fashion really is to us
0: Mm -hmm. Mm, beautiful and they can buy that on amazon and and i will also have all the links to your website facebook twitter linkedin i'll have all those in the show notes so everyone can get a hold of you get out there purchase that beautiful book and learn more about healthy fashion oh
1: thank you so much i really appreciate that Teresa.
0: yeah thank you so much for coming on today lisa and just enlightening us in this in this area because this is really unique and it's again another piece to our beautiful puzzle as a soul and and i just wish you the best of luck with everything and keep rocking it because you are definitely spearheading this energy for the, the new future of fashion to come
1: thank you so much Blessing.
0: Thank you. Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.